Hi, it's Ashley, and this is the Kick-Ash Life Podcast. And if any episode is a reminder that I still don't have it all figured out, I really <laughs> I don't have it all together. I'm just here to walk arm in arm with you and just, I'm going to just share from the heart today. And um, I hope it's received with the intention that I'm giving it because there's laughter and there's some tears or frustration and all the things, right? That is just life. So I thought what I would do is go back. If you remember back in episode six, I was in the middle of sharing some thoughts and I was out at the beach and the blue angels flew over and um, man, it was so magical, but it it kind of derailed my thought pattern. And I ended up doing this thing where I said, you know what, you know, record scratch, let's do two tangents and a reflection. And that's what I'm going to do today. We're going to, this is not going to be the last time we do two tangents and a reflection as it turns out, because I'm kind of having fun with that. So here's tangent number one. Okay, let's do this. I was picking my daughter up from summer camp this week. Over the weekend, I was in North Carolina. She goes to this incredible camp. She's just this cool kid who does all the outdoor stuff and they sleep in these rustic cabins. Trust, it is not fancy. And they're in the lake all day or hiking or I don't know, just doing all this outdoor stuff and they don't have electronics and they're just kids. It's just so simple. And, you know, she's there for five weeks at a time and we can send emails and letters, but we only get written letters from them. So they are really off the grid. And as a mama, it's hard, but I know how much fun she's having and how much joy there is in those just simple days. And I tell her all the time, like when you are an adult, having those simple days to remember and reflect on will be such a gift because you know what simple is and it it will really ground you. So every year, um, this is the third year running, I have the gift of getting to pick her up. And I It's kind of a thing where every year the pickup day is August 1, no matter what. And my birthday is July 31. Happy birthday to me. And so I have made it a thing to just go up early and stay at a little bed and breakfast up there. And it's become this annual tradition. And so this weekend, I went to this little place called Saluda. I mean, you blink and you miss it. It's like a little downtown that's maybe one block, old-fashioned, old-timey, great restaurants, cool vibe, beautiful views. So I stayed in Saluda, and then I went to see live blues music at a winery, and you were like looking out over the vineyard, and it was lovely, and I love the blues. And then I stayed at this little bed and breakfast in Hendersonville, um, which is a, a little bit bigger town in North Carolina, just down the road from her camp. And I had this whole thing planned out for my birthday, yeah? So on my birthday, I have always wanted to learn how to play guitar. And they have this cool old school music shop in downtown Hendersonville. It's called Tempo Music. And it's got, I mean, it's old school. It's the way I remember it when I was a kid. I'm going to a music store and it's really cool. So I I buy this 
you know, starter guitar. And I was supposed to have lessons, but the lessons fell through, as these things do, right? So course correct, I just took myself to lunch. And I was sitting outside on this little patio at lunch, and there were two mother-daughter pairs. I'm telling you, we're on a tangent here, but we're going somewhere with this. And bear in mind now, I haven't seen my daughter for over a month, so I was really tuned into the mother-daughter dynamics here. And there was one mother-daughter pair that were just alive and happy and chatting and just completely tuned into one another. And they just couldn't get enough of one another. They were so great to watch. Their energy was so beautiful. And then there was another mother-daughter pair. This woman was elderly and her daughter was at least my vintage, probably older. And they didn't say a word to one another. It was uncomfortable. They clearly could hardly stand to be with one another. And it was painful to look at. And the contrast was so stark. And I can't even imagine what the backstory was there or what was going on. I can't even presume that. But I have been that daughter. I've been that daughter who was hurt and resentful and nursing old wounds and so wound up in past trauma that I, you know, justifiable or not, because there's three sides to every story, that I I maybe would have sat in silence in that moment so I could relate to it. Yeah. And I imagine you can too. It's not a good place to be. It's a space where that energy has got to be released because I know that when I hold on too tightly to a wrong, whether it's justified or not, it's just going to fester and it's going to be harmful to me and everyone around me. So I don't know what they had going on, but it was... It was not great, you know, and my heart just, I just wanted to wrap them up in love because it was clearly rough, that relationship. So it made me really sit and think that relationships, the really good ones, they take effort and intention and presence and love. And I'm reminded that when I see my children, or really anyone that I call a friend, anyone that I love, it was just such a reminder to me to be alive and present and joyful, to remember the things that matter to them, to show up on the important days, to show up on the average every days, right? Just to show up. So there's my tangent number one, was just watching people, studying their energy, learning from them and sending love their way, I can decide, right? I just have to make a decision to be love. And sometimes I'll be met with love and other times I'll be met with silence. But either way, I choose my experience. I choose what I nurture. I alone am responsible for what grows and flowers in my heart. And as I was going the next day to meet my daughter and see her for the first time in a long time, you know, that was a choice of how I showed up and how I show her with my energy and my attention that she's loved. Yeah. There's my tangent number one. Tangent number two has to do with air conditioning. 
okay? There is something going on in the universe that does not want air conditioning in my world, okay? So I'm on the way to get my daughter on August 1, on the way to camp, cannot wait to see that girl. And I get a call that the renters at my little place had said, you know, it's blowing cool, but the air conditioner's not working great. So I reach out to an air conditioning service company down there, down in Florida, great folks, and they were on the case and they were getting somebody out there. And so I think, okay, we've got that managed or at least in play. And I pick up Mackenzie and we get in the car and we're headed back to Atlanta, to our apartment here. And about 30 minutes in, we realized the air conditioner is not working in the car. And it's about 95 degrees outside. Yeah, it was brutal. And we kind of looked at each other like, okay, well, let's just, you know, we got three hours in this car, about two and a half hours left. So let's make this work. And I was thinking about this, you know, air conditioning is not necessary, The car is going to work with or without it. The beach place works with or without it. But air conditioning is there for our comfort. And once we've had that comfort, we know to miss it. And you could take this so many places, right? It's the same with, let's say your finances have gone sideways for a season. You miss that comfort or a really great friendship that was a comfort to you in a time that just slowly drifted away. Or our fitness, you know, when we're at peak fitness for a season, there's a comfort and an ease that comes with that. But maybe that's not where we are right now. Here's one that came to mind for me. Back when I traveled every week almost for work, I had some status on Delta. I had Delta SkyMiles status and I got first class upgrades all the time. And there was comfort to that. It was great. Now, let me tell you, that doesn't happen any longer. And if you read my blog, link in the um, show notes, you'll know that I now travel on the back of the bus on Spirit Airlines. That's a whole other story, but it's fun. So go check it out. But You know, I say all that to say the lack of air conditioning made me really think about anything that has enhanced my life or made it easier that maybe isn't present in the moment. Like once we've had it and it's gone, we miss it. It works just fine with or without it, but what is comfort? So I looked it up and the dictionary says comfort is a pleasant feeling of being relaxed and free. So on our journey, Mackenzie and I would from time to time pull off to a gas station and get another cold bottle of water. And we'd walk into the blast of cold air conditioning at the gas station. And there was this sense of relief that would just completely wash over us when we stepped through the doors. And we just sat there and appreciated it so much. And we ended up making the best of this, but it made me think, when we are outside our comfort zone, it's such a time of expansion. When we find out that we're able to do things that we didn't think were possible. When we realized the air conditioner was out, there were about two and a half hours ahead of us. And I didn't know if it was going to be possible. It was 95 degrees outside. It was brutal. I got to say, like, I'm not making this up. I'm not exaggerating. It was a whole thing. We ended up 
having the most fun. We just rolled the windows down and turned the radio up and we were singing at the top of our lungs and we were laughing and we just had fun. And it's a memory that I'm going to treasure forever. And when we got back to the apartment in Atlanta, we literally threw the car in park and went and jumped into the pool because we're blessed to have a pool at the apartment. And we jumped into the pool and just laughed until we couldn't laugh anymore. And I'm so grateful that the air conditioner went out. I mean, it's something that can be fixed, right? But in that moment, I really think that when we are outside of our comfort zone, we're expanding. There was something that we didn't think that we could endure that we did, and it was fine, and we even made the best of it. All right, so what happened with the air conditioner at the little rental place at the beach? When we got home, this fella named Jamal works for the air conditioning company, and I really think that perhaps the reason that the air conditioner went out down there is because I was meant to meet Jamal. Jamal is also a poet, and just a beautiful soul. I, I want to have him on here. So fingers crossed that we can make that work. But what he said to me is, because I was wringing my hands about having to replace an air conditioning unit that was not in the plan for this year. It was not in the plan. And he said to me, vision attracts resources. Vision attracts resources. And I love what he had to say on that. And maybe I just needed to hear that. And maybe I just needed to share that on my tangent number two here with you. And then I heard from my friend Allie on the same subject, and she reminded me to approach this with the belief that everything is happening with ease and grace. I just need to stay cool. Yeah, I need to stay cool. The irony is so good. So this is my second tangent. Here we go. Appreciate the comforts when we have them. Know that we can make the best of it when we don't because expansion happens outside our comfort zone. And when I started to look for a solution, there's Jamal on the line reminding me that vision attracts resources. If we hold fast to the vision, if we keep creating, if we keep seeking we know that all is flowing our way in divine timing. And we need to have a friend who will remind us it can come to us with grace and ease if we just stay cool. Tangent number two. All right, two tangents and a reflection. It's an interesting thing to be alone on your birthday. And for whatever reason, for the last three years, I've been going up to North Carolina to pick Mackenzie up from camp. And just as circumstances have it, I've been alone on my birthday. Now, don't feel too bad for me. I bought a guitar. I had a lovely meal. I picked up this body scrub that my son loves at this local shop. Um, he likes the finer things and things that smell lovely and he's yummy. He's the best. Um, and then I got to see my daughter the next day and I got to stay at a bed and breakfast that I, I love and I've gotten to know the owners and it was just really lovely. Also, I'm a Leo 
And Leos celebrate for months. There are trips and dinners and all things with friends on the horizon. So there really is, though, something to being alone on one's birthday, particularly when one is sort of midway in life, let's say. And I think that in those moments alone, it can lead to too much reflection, too much introspection. Like you can get in your head. Yeah. So in my head were all these things swirling around that I wish I'd done by now. I wish I'd figured out by now. Like surely at this point I should have this figured out. And none of this is stuff that really matters at the end of the day. It's stuff like I should have learned to cook something remotely edible. I should be able to keep a plant alive when it comes home with me. I should have made sure the dogs have better manners than they do by now. Maybe I should have emptied out that storage unit that I need to tackle and I haven't. I should by now have a morning routine and an evening routine, and I don't really excel in that department. My paperwork should be organized. My email should be better. I should know how to apply makeup. I wish that I could do a really like hot, smoky eye thing like my friend Leslie tried to show me how to do, but it's still a mess, you know? You would think I'd have that figured out by now. I should be able to keep my car clean, yeah? I keep a really clean house, but my car is a disaster. I should have that figured out. I should know, you guys know this if you listen to the podcast, I should know how to ride a bike by now, but I don't. Like That's a complete scene. There's lots of things I should be doing in my head. None of this is a huge deal. And, you know, it's there's this saying, I don't know who says it. A lot of people have said it, but you can should all over yourself, right? Should all over yourself. And I was doing a lot of that. So to counteract this, you know I love a list. And I made a list of all the things that I do know by now. Yeah. And so I'm going to share my birthday list with you. Okay. Let's go through the list and maybe, maybe this will resonate. Maybe there's something that will touch you too, because here's what I know. By now, I understand that it's about experiences, not things, except art. Art to me is a thing that becomes an experience. By now, I know that my children Oh gosh, I love them so much. They are my greatest teachers and I'm at peace with my approach to parenting. You might say it's a little bit unconventional, but it is intentional. And parenting and divorce is hard, folks. And so by now I know to reserve judgment. All right, here's a good one. By now, I know that my handwriting is legible only with a paper mate medium flare pen. These things go everywhere with me. I can't write without it. It's my truth. By now, I understand that not all friendships are forever. So let them go with love. By now, I've accepted that family wounds can cut really deep. I remind myself to be present anyway with love. By now, I have a pretty good read on people. I understand when they're sincere, and I know when they're playing me. Let it be. 
with love. By now, I find that nature settles my soul. A hike is just sheer delight to me. I crave the beach. I am here for sunrise and sunset. These, to me, are as essential as breathing. By now, I've learned that Ashtanga yoga quiets my mind. By now, I know that travel lights me up. By now, I know that I prefer a simple, cozy place to sprawling luxury and cafe lights. Oh my gosh, cafe lights are a bonus. I love them. By now, I know that listening to the blues on Sunday makes me happy. You cannot be sad when the blues are playing. I know this because I've tried. I love the blues. Blues Sunday. It's the best. By now, I have learned how to enjoy my own company. Alone is not lonely, at least for the most part. By now, I believe in sharing stories, in sharing my own stories and other stories, because in the sharing, there's healing and there's learning and there's laughter. By now, I don't say things I don't mean. I don't. If necessary, I'm just going to sit silently. By now, I've learned to sit with regret and loss and to approach these tenderly and not bitterly, to seek the lessons because the lessons are there if approached tenderly, gently, lovingly. By now, I know that joy can be present in all things if I invite joy in, and that's up to me. It's found in the smallest moments, and it's around every corner. By now, I listen to my instinct, and I trust my heart. By now, I believe in forgiveness for myself, really, as much as for others. And by now, I have come to trust in faith, hope, and love. That's my list for now. That's my reflection Two tangents and a reflection. If you need a journal prompt this week, if you need some introspection, and be careful because we can get too deep in that, but if you want some introspection, then grab a pen and paper, get yourself a Papermate medium flare. I'm not even kidding. They're the best. And write down what you know to be true for you, what you know by now. Start with by now, I know. By now, I believe. And yeah, what an interesting exercise. Took some real digging. So let me know how that goes. Drop me a line and let me know what you find out that by now, you know. Also, if you were going to go off on a tangent right now, what would that be? Because I really think that chances are that tangent isn't that far off the mark. There's something there that's worth unpacking whenever you feel that need to go off on a tangent. So I'm giving you permission. Here's your permission slip. Go on a tangent and see what you find. Maybe, just maybe share this with a friend and decide to launch into your own tangent fest together. There's, I guarantee you there's soul stuff there if you look. So... There it is. Yeah. Two tangents and a reflection. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. I'm sending you love, so much love, and reminding you that you are love and light. 
You are health and wealth. You are joy and strength. You are fire and grace. 